You're kidding, right? I don't understand. This, I pointed to the photograph, is the Butcher of Luge? Yes. And you think he died at the end of World War II? That's what I was told, she said. Mickey, do you know something? I flashed back to the first time I had seen the Bat Lady. I had been walking to my new school when she suddenly appeared in the doorway of this decrepit house. I almost screamed out loud. She raised a ghostly hand toward me and said five words that struck me in the chest like a body blow. Mickey? I had no idea how she knew my name. Your father isn't dead. That was what had started me down this crazy road that now led to... to this picture. I looked up from the photograph. Why did you tell me that? Tell you what? That my father isn't dead. Why did you say that to me? She was silent. Because I was there, I said, my voice trembling. I saw him die with my own two eyes. Why would you say something like that? Tell me, she said in that creaky old voice. Tell me... What you remember? Are you for real? The old woman silently rolled up her sleeve and showed me the tattoo that marked her as a survivor of the Auschwitz death camp. I told you how my father died, she said. Now it's your turn. Tell me what happened. A chill ran down my spine. I looked around the dark room. A vinyl record spun on an old turntable, scratching out a song called Time Stands Still by Horsepower. My mom had been a Horsepower fan. She had even partied with the group back in her celebrity days before I came along and washed all her dreams away. On the Bat Lady's mantle was that cursed picture, the one of the five hippies from the 60s wearing tie-dyed shirts with that butterfly on the chest. Tell me, Bat Lady said again. I closed my eyes and took a deep breath. It was so hard to go back there, and yet it seemed as though I did it every night. We were driving to San Diego, just my dad and me. The radio was on. We were laughing. That's what I remember best from, well, before the way he laughed. Okay, she said. Then what happened? An SUV crossed the divider and crashed head on into us. Boom, like that. I stopped for a moment. I could almost feel it. The horrible jarring, the strain against the seatbelt, the whiplash into sudden darkness. The car flipped over. When I woke up, I was trapped. Some firefighters were trying to free me. And your father? I looked at her. You knew my father, didn't you? My uncle told me that my father visited this house when he was a kid. She ignored the question. Your father? She repeated. What happened to him in the accident? You know what happened. Tell me. I could see him in my mind's eye. 
Dad was lying on his back. His eyes were closed. Blood was pooling around his head. My heart began to tremble. Fat Lady reached a bony hand toward me. It's okay. No, I snapped, anger entering my voice now. It's not okay. It isn't even close to okay. Because, see, there was a paramedic working on my dad. He had sandy hair and green eyes, and eventually this paramedic looked up at me, and when our eyes met, he shook his head. Just once, and I knew. His expression said it all. It was over. My dad was dead. The last thing I saw was my father on a gurney, and that paramedic with the sandy blonde hair and green eyes, wheeling him away. Bat Lady said nothing. And this...